that is the first aspect of mindfulness to body. It includes mindfulness to breathing. We breathe in, we breathe out, we get to know a little closer this, this breathing process. We, we um, bring the mind home, we said. Hmm? We're coming home when we are watching our breathing. Who is coming home? Our mind. There where it is li- living and enlivening this process. So, um, that was, uh, is the first aspect of mindfulness to body. And we practiced it specifically. Of course, we still practice it. Once you are taking one aspect of mindfulness to body up as your very special, um, almost as a little isolated practice, you uh, stay with it. We have a skill now to relate to that aspect of the body. And it stays with us for what we really do in that time paying attention to breathing, we are also cultivating the mind. It becomes more quiet. We're developing awareness to wide, to a greater expansion and ability to see more clearly how things are, to see also clearly the nature of the mind, which we always meet. Hmm? So we did that. We paid attention and predominantly as a foreground practice. Uh, quite a few days. Then we did another day, we practiced mindfulness to uh, postures. We still do it. See, it stays with us because that aspect we take as our object is part of our lives. And you cannot take now the four postures and put them on the back burner or separate it from your body. It's all there, you see. It's. Remember the entanglement? We mentioned this living process. We disentangle it now with our practice and four foundations of mindfulness give us a wonderful guideline for it. We are on the first. So we practiced, um, looked into how we can cultivate, on that we can cultivate, we learned our mind our mind developing awareness by paying attention to the four dignitary dignities, the postures, walking and uh, sitting and lying down and standing. Then it uh, it um, includes uh, the elements. We did that too, as a special practice, just to to have another aspect of the body. Uh, that can be ta- serve us as an object for the mind to develop, for mindfulness to develop itself more. Hmm? And then we don't put it, throw it away, it stays with us. Now you walk and occasionally, uh, even in walking, you can realize, ah, oh, it's so hot, yeah, hot, ah, oh, yeah, it is a Nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. Why shouldn't it be hot? It's a hot element, the sun element, the fire. It's just a little stronger than I wanted to. Hmm? And now you learn the right responding to it, not complaining about it. So you see, that means I cultivate the mind now.
is not just body work. Hmm? And so mindfulness and the establishment of a body being the base for the attention includes practice um, of uh, breathing, mindfulness to breathing. We had also several stages a little bit, I think, recognized. First you notice just was well, a kind of coming home. Mind is there, in, in, engaged in its uh, conditioned ways. And um, we began to notice uh, that it takes place in the body. And then we realized um, that um, there is a beginning and an ending. And it nurtures us. We noticed that especially when we were chanting. So uh, with that, uh, in that we cultivated the mind being closer and coming in contact with the breath. And in further practice, you will realize, and maybe we have here and there, there isn't a, a far, great distance between the between the mind and the breath being whole together to the body. Because now in this kind of stage you may, of mindfulness to breathing, you may realize it occurs in the body. So we don't pay attention just to the movement of exhalation and inhalation. We now pay attention how it distributes itself through the whole body, that breathe, that breath. So we have now, as in our attention, also the whole body, the entire posture, whether we are lying down or standing or walking. See? So, but what has, what has happened? We really have come home now. Who is coming home? Who is that who comes home? It's the mind that always splits off. We talk in psychology of split person. Also, the mind splits off because of its compulsion and insistence to be by itself. Maybe it doesn't ins- ex- insist, rather because he doesn't know what to do. So, But mind wants to exist, and it only can exist when it has concepts. So it... It creates its own world with its own concepts. Now he has to come home from Bahama and from all his plans and so on, and uh, connects first to the breathing and to different stages. In mindfulness of breathing, we can therefore uh, distinguish and and experience. So we're not (laughs) the last one. We do not just pay attention to breathing in and out, we realize the whole body is there again in all its postures. That's a real coming home. Again, I say that. So, and this is the characteristic and the purpose purpose and the task of all these different um, uh, parts or aspects of this establishment of mindfulness. The body is an establishment here, therefore. a foundation for developing awareness includes these, uh, the practice with breathing. It in, 
includes the elements, we have done that too, and the activities of the body, that is what you can practice when you're washing the dishes and when you're cleaning up and when you do all your garden work and so on. When you are sniffing your, your nose and when you are arranging your place, these are activities of the body. I haven't pointed that out, but I just shortly call your attention to it and you have heard it from other teachers. Now you be mindful to your work. Hmm? And it's the same purpose, for the same purpose. To coming, coming in yet deeper, more profound, direct contact with body. It's all assisting. The, these are kind of a, assisting um, to this ultimate penetration of the mind into matter, I would say. And it's, the process is for us important is that we are learning here to cultivate our minds. So that was um, that was uh, mindfulness to the action, then mindfulness to parts of the body. Then is mindfulness the aspect of body of decaying, changing, and we observe that. And uh, I said the elements. That's about uh, all. But anything, any other things we may observe, they all are uh, can be accommodated in one of these four, nine categories. So tonight, today, I wanted to call your attention and invite you to the parts of the body. Mindfulness to the parts of the body. Um, in the scriptures you will read, further the practitioner meditates now on its very own body, from the soles of the body up to the top of the head, and from the head of the body down to the soles of the body, with full attention. Now to, it is said in the in the scriptures to the impurities of the body, such as bone marrow, kidneys, flesh, liver, diaphragm, spleen, intestines, bowels, bile, pus, sweat, tears, saliva, mucus, fluids, and did I say bones? Now to practice for us, here in this place, right here, and the most tangible part would be what I would say, the bones. Hmm. That's why I have it here. The bones, we could really work and practice mindfulness to the bones. Hmm. This exercise brings us even deeper into contact with, with um, our body. Here we observe the body in all parts from the top of the head to down to the soles of the feet. I have, um, um, let me see. So how we do that is, it can be done in two different ways. You can um, um, just, uh, somehow we know where our heart is. We know where the organism of the lungs is. 
We know where our kidney is. We could just name as we are moving with our mindfulness, scanning through the body. We uh, name these uh, little, these di different parts. And um, mindfully, just, um, and then we can also kind of um, do it together with your breathing. You find yourself breathing out, for example, or breathing in, and this, you don't know really how to get hold of that breath. You may recollect yourself in one of these parts. And it is then easier to, to, to um, hold attention and to actualize this practice, this practice, mindfulness, to the parts of the body and giving us a chance to come closer to, or come to a better and deeper contact with our body. Breathing in, I am aware of my lungs the organism. Breathing out, I'm aware of my tongue. Breathing in, I'm aware of my liver. Somehow just you know it's here. But what happens, you are now calling the mind to the body. With the image that supports it of that organism or that part of the body. Breathing in, I'm aware of my hair. Breathing out, I'm aware of my fingernails. It's funny, but it is very helpful when we get a skill to deal with our, in our daily life, in our meditation as well, of course, in this way with our practice, developing awareness of breathing, of, uh, of body. Breathing is still there. So this is so con breathing consciously here helps us connecting in this way deeper to our body and maybe more um, easily perhaps. And uh, it uh, has helped me in staying away from forcing the breath because not always is our breath flowing and smooth and rhythmic and when we sit down and try to do our practice mindfulness to breathing, watching it, it's difficult. Where is it? Now you may first scan quickly through the body and see your hair, your eyelids, your hair all over on your eyelids you realize them, body hair, you let go. You may, as you continue sweeping through the body, you come to the region of the mouth, the tongue, it's an organism. You go further into the um, chest, you notice the organs here. You go further down, reproductive organs, this, or the spinal column. Bones too. You may just uh, acknowledge it in this way whilst you are scanning through the body lightly. You don't need to do that always. I just offer this practice to you 
for it comes is the suggestions of the Buddha and of the whole, uh, whole issue, developing awareness. The more skill we have, the more different ways for developing <coughs> awareness uh, we, um, can, we, we progress better in our practice. We open up more to that ability to see our mental aspects, and they come at the same time through watching and meeting them uh, to, to greater uh, uh, knowledge to us. We become so far, we develop that kind of clear seeing that we realize what they in truth are, their nature. We develop a knowledge about ourselves, who we are. And all this, we said, it is a process, but a process has different um, um, instruments and tools and parts and uh, is um, an interaction of different instruments and so on. And that is what we discover now, that we are a process. I'm talking now about this aspect of our developing skillfulness for mindfulness to body and breathing and the mental uh, faculties. So it can be just then be used as a method by just subtly and lightly noting these different parts which I pointed out. Even the teeth can go in here. When you sweat, you realize, when you feel a little exalted from excitement or uh, strain, there is um, the, the moisture of the sweat noticeable. What we usually do, we name it, yeah, but in a complaining, non-understanding way. You realize it's part of the process, and also it can come, it can become, or is asked to become, the minute you notice it, an object for your attention. So in this case, it can save us from complaining, from bringing some unnecessary turbulence into our mind, or adding to the condition of tension. Any the most subtlest complaint can do that. Every, every act, every speech, every word, every thought, not in awareness received and met, adds to the tension, rigidifies this body. That is why you find yourself, or uh, uh, people you have seen when they're getting older, have lived a life in separation, allowing the mind to do what it does. Hmm? Everything what is done had left deposits here, and you become stiff. Hmm? Now then yoga comes in our body work or practices with exercises to get rid of that stiffness that's not quite successful. That is uh, uh, not really doing the thing we want to do. It does only give temporarily um, um, relief for, for a more uh, flexibility and resilience 
Also, if you do it long enough, gradually you realize your mind is, is, is noticing it too. I am noticing it, or I know that I am feeling it. But here, right away, everything what arises now, well, um, on the level of body parts, your mindfulness will swap it away, will, will uh, what do you mean, gulp it away into its big spaciousness and saves you now from any reaction. I sweat terrible. I need a rest, I need a cold shower, and all of that. To all experiences we have, or most, to all we have a response or a re- reaction. And here taking this kind of body on that level, knowing that everything what comes up, your excretion, your your organs, um, your um, hair, your nails, your bones, they all play a great role in our lives. Your stomach, we pay a lot of attention to it, and our food that comes in there, um, instead of just being too busy to get healthy and getting so active and so perturbed in getting the right alfalfas and the right uh, sesame seeds and uh, so on, um, we, it's better to keep one part of the energy and your attention also to that organism where it goes to that also the process of digesting your your digestive tracts would be also a part. Could you relate to them? We somehow know they are there. And if you even don't find the right place of it, but I am very visual. I see a a kind of of picture from the anatomy and how do you prove anatomy uh, lessons? You know you can bring it into it, into your memory, and then you realize it here. It's functioning here. Or sometimes when you're very quiet or you want to meditate, instead of grasping right away our, um, with our um, intent to meditate, grasping right away the where are my sensations? Where is my breath? How shall I begin? Just relax. Just sit. I said, I re- and notice the posture first. And then we say, I said, sitting, that feeling tone of life you may now feel. And in that feeling tone of life, it's nothing. You cannot see its vibration. You cannot dis- 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 signify or mark as as pulling or scratching. Nothing. Very subtle. It's just sitting there, post, and um, beginning of your meditation. This feeling tone of being alive. Not even the breath. You may now allow that picture to come back your body with the inner organs. They all are alive, they all emanate a, a certain, certain energy, because they are energy themselves, and they are not solid, and they are moving. 
So there is this kind of subtle uh, energy field. You feel all the time. You just need to re- recollect yourself and to kind of bring the vision into it. That will bring you to the sensations more and connect you then to the breath sensations as well as to the body sensations and you have a new beginning. There are many ways the chanting can do it too. Silence chanting can do it very good. Because that that concept which we use as a word for the chanting word um, is mental energy and it functions, it is to be noticed because it is happening now in the body. Somewhere in the mouth, every sound, silent or not silent, has a very little space for its living. So when I say, ah, it's more here, eh, it's more here, in the mouth. So when you speak silently now, that also is a sound. And it is connected to that concept. And uh, you can feel and pay attention to these energies in the mouth. See, five times quickly, Om. Have you noticed something in your mouth? Where did you, where did it uh, live? More deeper, below the throat even, Om. So when you, all this contributes, of course, to our skillfulness. We refree ourselves from um, these sufferings here, how to, how to practice. Not enough, we have a double dukkha going on in life now, being meditators. One is the ordinary dukkha coming from our conditioned ways of life. Now we have the Dharma and we to tune into the Dharma and or to bring the Dharma into our lives. And that is initially also a lot of dukkha because to develop that skillfulness, to be present and to do it with your body in ease any moment, from moment to moment, being attentive to this living process. And then it isn't anymore being attentive. Then you are just present. You are always in wholeness functioning. Mind has connected to breath. Breath has connected. Mind and breath has become a unity in close contact, whole, together. Then they both as a unity, connect to the body. There is unity again, a larger one, breath, body, and mind. And now in that, with that wholeness, we now can practice all aspects of the body. And in order to sustain it, that is initially, maybe there we awake, one day into that state where we don't need to attend anymore. We are awake. We see everything. Everything is clear. There are no questions. My questions are answered. 
we are work, working on a very profound level with these very simple things which we have uh, never paid attention to or have very little and in ways which were not very attend very of benefit for our uh, peacefulness for our um, harmony for our relief of the suffering so the first so why is that also important now especially I go again to this uh, practice we want to take up now well yeah why is it so important to just to pay also attention to these parts? Well, why do we need to observe in mindfulness these different parts? Well, for one reason, which I feel is for us to, to understand, is first of all, it is that be in contact to, to be in contact with the body because we have often the impression we are in contact with the body. We have connected. Often it is not the case. Maybe you have found that out with your breathing. You thought you were mindful to breathing, but you were not really connecting to it. So there are these, these steps to explore. Totally in touch with it, with body, is quite an accomplishment. Between us and our, and our body, there can be a large, large separation. Also, it is very, not locally, but it is a large separation because mind is not really connecting it. And we remain in that way a stranger to our body. Sometimes we even find ourselves hating and resenting this body because of me, this difference, this feature, I don't like, or I don't like this form on me also. There is a lot of that going on. So we have ourselves really deeply separated from the body, alone through that attitude. There are even people who think they are imprisoned by the body. Well, on one level, it might we feel is true, but that is the un when we have not penetrated yet. But to put the concept now into your mind, how your body is and feels, you really put it into greater congestion and contractions by giving these evaluations. You see, we say, or I have said, please bring your loving care to your body, to your attention, with your attention. Take it as you are observing your in and out breath or your walking in loving care. It is very much depending our progress of work, of, of um, in our progress, our uh, development of mindfulness on our attitudes. So we come here uh, back to our body in uh, in and through becoming more familiar in our in a more loving open atmo atmosphere i would say here in being aware of your attitude to your body is our love expressed and in 
connecting to body is more than love, is compassion plus love. Here I am having <clears throat> even the, the skill or the work um, take care of, yeah, taking care. Um, when I say I'm compassionate to my body, that means I'm just not kind. I pre- prevent my attitudes being hostile, but here in applying now, bringing the body into my mindfulness, I'm compassionate. I do something about it to keep it close in my mind and not enlarge uh, and, uh, re- uh, and build up on the um, separation of body and mind. Hmm? There are very many aspects to look into it. So, when we are now beginning to notice different parts of our body, the eyes and the hands is also not just the inner organs, and the feet and the nose and the lips, and so that these are more the visible regions. Well, we begin to appreciate it also. All these things actually serve us. With eyes it's easy to appreciate, because they give us the sight. All, <coughs> not the eyes, but they are serving the consciousness <coughs> that sees, being its physical base. So. We have lived so long, so many years, and really seldom have we taken any notice in a very warm, heartfelt attitude. My hands, my feet, the nails of my hand. Not just doing something to, you know, on a kind of outer way to make them pretty for you. You cut them and you, you take care and, and embellish them with rings and so on. No, here you we take care. We bring it into our appreciation, into our mind. Mind is the Lord of our lives, is the Queen, is everything. And with the things we are on body level, and, and the things we, we are demonstrating here, this, uh, by which we are demonstrating here, this human body process. Uh, we are um, awakening, and we have the chance to come to, the true, true nat- to our true nature, what we in tru- truth are, and everything on our living process helps us along in this awakening. So, the bones can become very precious and the skeleton can be very much welcomed and can serve you to help you relating to this this part of your body for us as... So let's now go and look move through, scanning through this structure, 
And uh, as you sit and you see the part here, you realize here is that same thing, sitting here. And see whether you can just cognize it and understand you have noticed it. You give it time. Then the neck bones in the back, but it's easy, we feel it. Relate to these bones here, the clavicle bones, and see yourself whether you understand you have them there, acknowledged. You, you live with them. Then the breastbone, realize it here. See yourself realizing it. Please look up here. You see, <clears throat> this is a practice we can practice in daily life whilst we go into our car drive and go to the supermarket. When you push the car there, you, of course there you have your hands to observe, to notice you're walking, but you can also maybe notice and they acknowledge because you are upright. This structure that supports you upright. This is just when you are skilled, you never are unemployed in the business of mindfulness. You always have an object and quite tangible. And this is very tangible and for our practice right now. So now go to the arms. No, we were at the breastbone. I don't see that. Yes. And see the ribs uh, um, uh, issuing from the flat sternum. Hmm? And you know now in the back they connect. Look at it. It's good. It's, there's another wonderful reason for and benefit for looking at it and realizing this whole bone structure is skeleton. It's actually our future existence on one level brings us right into the next practice um, of uh, noticing the decay in us, changing the Im impermanence. Hmm? We're not too long on in this body living. And uh, we get messengers all, all along. We get cancer and we get uh, um, all kinds of sicknesses. These are messengers. And it ends up on this. So um, now, can you realize that, that it is here too? Mm -hmm. Just in a cognitive manner, not even do you need to go and feel it, but you know, you realize this is here. And um, now the whole well, let me see. Yeah, we can continue. The pelvic basin, bowl, bone, hmm? you sit on it. So realize, see how it feels when you notice that you are cognizing it, that you notice it. That that is here. We can wiggle it, we move it when we make exercises. That for that purpose, our exercises serve us very wonderfully to connect actually in a, in, 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 in a deeper way to, bo to, to body. As you, we say, feel it, 
But if you now let the kind of realizing come up via um, image, maybe, not really. Understanding it is there. Hmm? You have more established, you're uh, deeper connected. Mind has gone closer. There is a beautiful verse, I could bring it to you. Fill the body with attention. Fill the body with more attention. Fill the body with more precise attention. And the last call is, fill the body with complete attention. Until you have seen the truth of your nature. So now we go to the connect to the um, these bones here. The top of the femurs is tying into the um, hip bone. Look at it. Let it come the form into your um, eyes, into your mind. See very clearly what it is, and now relate that to your body. You don't need to focus into, but you know it's there. Understanding, cognizing. So then, we go further to the long, long uh, to the long upper bone of of the upper leg. Hmm? It connects here at the level of the knee, and we realize these two bones of the lower legs. Hmm? In sitting. Scan, continue scanning through the uh, heel bones, through the um, middle foot bones, and here through these toe bones. If you can wiggle it or move it without changing your position, please do so. Yeah. And realize these bones do that. So you see, if you are distraught and upset or unhappy, you cannot meditate, wiggle your toes, and you are there. And notice. And take the, the uh, uh, I would say, a vision or in, of the bones, or understand that wiggle is the action of the bones. And now your attention there. We continue wiggling it and stop at one moment and then wiggle it again. It's the actions of the bones and if you, you have attention, you are pen touching and connecting the mind to the body, <coughs> not alone to the body, to the life force, but here by noticing the bones, we connecting to the, to the body. For a good meditator, in our advance as we go on, the the um, posture is always in all kinds of med of forms of meditation, mindfulness to body. Somehow the second subtle object of attention. You always know whether you sit, you walk or you lie down. It is subtle. Now wiggle again your toes, realize. But not fast. Wiggle or move it in such a way that you realize now 
the motion and that it comes from the bones. Like this, it can be automatic. That's usually we do. Lifting my hand. Automatic. Give going to something. Take, um, take, your, take your hand uh, in, in front of you. Now lift it to the shoulder level. And let it go again. Now lift it again and realize the bones of the fingers, the hand and the thumb. And just hold it now there. And now move the indication finger. Only, only once move it to you. Let it go back. Move the middle finger. Return it in such a way that you realize the bones. That that movement is only possible because of the different bones connecting. Gives the flexibility. And the next one. Move it in such a way that you realize, can realize the motion of the bones. And the little finger again. So, and now take the hand back from where you took it in such a way that you realize uh, it's your hand. No, no, we go away from the bones, just the hand. Or you may realize the bones, the fingers. See? You, we can do that movement for different reasons, but we are talking now about parts of the body which can be my object of attention. And uh, they are in our daily, in all our activities. So sometimes we can do it slow, and sometimes when we do use our hands fast, we can just, um, we still can realize that the hand has moved. You can take it as an object. But um, um, it is just another way to, to uh, uh, practice our mindfulness, our awakening, and to con- make contact with this body. Well, I think that is all what I... different parts. Yeah, one thing is... Yes, one thing. I said we come... One reason to do this is it brings us yet into a deeper and more profound closeness with the body. And another reason is that we can learn that every... everything, every part, not just this the, what the parts we meant, but now specifically to that related, can be the door of enlightenment, of awakening. Can take this, this, the. So don't. Um,
quickly as a finishing. Scan through the skeleton now with your eyes here and see whether you realize or can come to cognize at the same time. It's, it's in you happening. Not, it doesn't need always to be absolutely clear, but uh, tie. Wherever you said scanning through, right? The back we don't know, but we know it is a spinal column, and part of the ribs are in the back, tying into the into the uh, spinal column. When we are up at the um, clavicle bones and the connection of the upper arms into the clavicle bones in the back, there it's all supported by the. Um, What are they called? Yeah. What? Yeah, these ones. Here they. Yeah. Yeah, scap. Right. The the shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. 80 years old. I have an excuse. Really, it's sometimes difficult to get it into my consciousness. So, and the scale, so go down through to the toes and move back again. And sometimes you stop when you notice that you would like to kind of reinforce or get a, a little closer contact in yourself to that place that you are here seeing and try to relate, take that as a guide. Notice a kneecap, for example, and the um, head of the femur. The hip bone is a very strong, big um, uh, structure, like two shovels. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we come to the sternum that gives way again to the ribs. Can you see that? How you are supported now in the upper back by this kind of structure? Yeah, you, it's, it's, it brings lightness in the mind somehow. You are at, at ease with yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine living your body without the flesh? That is this form. Now close your eyes and see where they can see that whole, all bones, which give us the shape, which give us flexibility and the form. And then let and don't and realize maybe the two good reasons why we do it. We come uh, establish a closer contact again at close contact with body. Come to wholeness, bringing the mind.
to the body means getting contact and coming whole, coming home. Mind is coming home. And this little, this kind of insignificant meditation pattern can help us for it. That's number one reason. And the second one, every little, every, everything what we are observing as part of the body can become the door of liberation and awakening. We may not recognize it right away, but that is what is what can what can what is happening. Will let us come to know the true nature of our being. It's, it's an addition. It's an assistance. And not the main, main, main um, um, principal patterns of meditation, but they are assisting and very helpful because they are easier available. They are available when we are uh, in our day-to-day activity finding ourselves. So now, thank you, and uh, let's. Um, we have the walking now, huh? So that's wonderful. Stand up with your skeleton now, please. Notice how everything is arranging itself. Acknowledge that in you. And um, if you like, no, we can do that later. So as you, you go out now walking, and see whether you can stay a little bit or bring bring your attention whilst you are walking in to to the bones which avail you that walking and see whether it's possible to kind of understand as you lift your foot and set it and as you feel your rhythm of walking when you have come into one slow or long or faster see that see whether you can kind of infer or realize cognize it comes from is supported only because we have the bones that's my favorite um, uh, uh, relation when I walk they are right there and walking is here result of them. Then the next is, of course, you may feel it, but uh, these these connections on this level bring us uh, to the final level, to the level of sensations, to the level of elements, and so on. So enjoy your walking now with uh, relation relatedness to your skeleton structure, to your bones, to your saliva. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself crying, to the tears, 